This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A new report paints a grim outlook for farm income in 2020. According to a new report prepared for the National Corn Growers Association, the effects of the market reaction to the coronavirus will lead to revenue decreases of about $89 per acre this year. If realized, that would lead to estimated revenues of about $573 per acre, the lowest since 2006. The revenue impacts would be expected to continue into 2021. The analysis lines up with a report issued earlier this week by the University of Missouri's Food and Agricultural Policy Research Institute. That report projects net farm income will drop $3 billion in 2020 and another $12.2 billion in 2021. There's more on the FAPRI analysis in Phil Brasher's story on agripulse.com. A bill under consideration this week in the Senate would permanently fund the Land and Water Conservation Fund and address a $20 billion backlog in federal land maintenance. But some livestock groups are concerned the legislation goes too far. Montana Republican Steve Daines is an original co-sponsor of the bill. He says it would restore funding to the original desires of Congress. And LWCF is authorized at $900 million annually. However, we aren't seeing nearly that much appropriated from that fund every year. In fact, only twice since it was enacted, going back to 1964, have we seen funding levels at $900 million. And that was the original congressional intent. Let's be clear. What we are doing here, passing this bill, is bringing it back to what Congress intended when it was first originated back in the mid-60s. He says that full funding would create certainty for land managers. But livestock groups say it would lead to greater levels of federal land acquisition. Caitlin Glover with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association and Public Lands Council says they're opposed to the permanent funding language. What we're doing here in, in this bill, or what Congress is trying to do at least, is say that Congress no longer needs to be involved in putting money into the fund. So it's, it's authorized at $900 million every year forever. And so when 40% of those funds can be used on, on land acquisition alone, you're talking about $360 million every year just to buy land. And that's where we have a huge, huge problem. Despite opposition from NCBA, PLC, and the American Sheep Industry Association, the bill looks to be headed for Senate passage. A procedural vote on the measure cleared the chamber 79 to 18 today, and Majority Leader Mitch McConnell filed cloture on the bill this afternoon, setting up a future final vote. Another event has been hit by concerns over the coronavirus. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Despite states developing reopening measures, COVID-19 continues to postpone major agricultural conferences across the country. Hundreds of international buyers and U.S. agribusinesses who attend the Export Exchange, a biennial networking conference set to take place this October in Kansas City, Missouri, will have to wait till next year. U.S. Grains Council President and CEO Ryan Legrand is disappointed the event is postponed, but is working on virtual programming to take its place. The reality of the situation is we can't bring in 300 guests from 40 different countries to convene in, in one, one place right now, and, and that we'll be able to in October. And so it's just a major issue that we were looking at. Uh, we had an option to roll it back to the exact same dates, late October next year. So we went ahead and did that. Legrand says travel restrictions for COVID-19 have caused all of USGC's international meetings to go virtual. I was just on a, a webinar 
the other night with Northeast Asian countries, Japan, Taiwan, Korea, and China. We had over 600 participants on that webinar uh, talking about corn quality, talking about the corn PS&D, and translating it into four different languages at the same time. So that went off without it. We really found success in our webinars and our virtual content. The Export Exchange is hosted by the U.S. Grains Council, the Renewable Fuels Association, and Growth Energy. It will take place October 6th through 8th, 2021 in Kansas City. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.